Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com hill varsity club is opening in omaha this may and is hiring for all hospitality positions do you love elevated food exciting events and having fun at work join our team by applying today at hillvarsityclub.com hill varsity club will feature a next level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer HVC this May. Apply for all front or back of house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK. Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. On this episode, we want to spend some time on finding your peace. Uh, What do we mean by that? Being willing to accept your body as the way it is right now. It can be hard to accept that your body isn't, or certain parts of your body aren't, quote unquote, how you want them to Mm -hmm. be. Based on, you know, what you see on other people, X, Y, Z. Sometimes we spend way too much fucking time comparing ourselves to others so uh, let's try knocking that the fuck off, shall we? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um, I think that the one of the biggest things is setting intention. Um, I saw a post not that long ago about choosing a word for 2022, and I'm like, well, that's fucking lame. But the more I thought about it, I really loved that idea. Like, so the word that I chose actually I, happened to be intention. I, I saw love it. when that happens. You're like, this is stupid that. as shit. Oh no, it makes sense. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> um. I'm not a really big resolution person. We neither one of us are, but um, I think that little things like that can can actually go a long way, like setting intentions. Um, an intention is a target, goal, or plan about what you're going to do. Um, it sounds pretty obvious, right? Um, but what does that mean when you're trying to find your peace? This is one of those weird things where people you already know the answer. You've already had this conversation with yourself. You're aware of all the factors. It's just taking them and plugging them into the right order. So setting attention, in our opinion, is like a visualization. Your brain doesn't know the difference between a visualization and the reality on a subconscious level. They're both just pictures in your brain, Mm -hmm. right? They're just images that you see when you close your eyes or you think. When you set an intention, you're making a statement about what you're intending to accomplish with your actions. So there you go. Every word like that intention is based on a smaller word and it is intent. Mm -hmm. So that means that you are going to focus and accomplish this thing visualizing your intention and then doing what you need to get there. So it's, you're just setting a goal. Yeah. You're setting a goal. You're making it known. 
you're speaking it into existence. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. That's what setting an intention is. It doesn't have to be anything more or less than that. Yep. You could see something and be like, I want to be able to bench press 75 pounds in three months. Yeah. Okay. That's your intention. That's your intention. Do it. Yeah, Go. exactly. You can. You're committing to the journey that's going to get you to that goal. Yeah. And for completing the plan of your intention. So by setting intentions, you're keeping your focus in the moment and who you are, what you do, and why you do it. It's basically like you're setting a post-it note on the wall in your brain. Yes, exactly. You're, you're thumbtacking yeah. a fucking note to the, the cubicle wall in your brain. That's all you're doing. Yeah. That's what setting an intention is. Basically, by setting an intention, you're setting up the process to get to your goals. Um, goals are awesome. We talk about them all the time. Mm. They're really fucking important. You yeah. need to know how to make good goals. Um, if you don't know how to make good goals, please go back and listen to our episode about setting goals. Yeah. Uh, cause we really like break it down and talk about all the things that you need to do in that. Mm-hmm. So by accepting your wonderful, insanely capable body as it is, because it is, even if it doesn't look quite how you want it to, it still yeah. works. Hey, you're not dead yet. So your fucking body's doing its job. <laughs> exactly. Give it some fucking credit. Okay. <laughs> Right now, especially, especially, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We've been fucking out sprinting a pandemic for almost three years. Mm-hmm. Give your body some fucking credit. Yeah. Find peace. Make, make, you'll make so much progress on this journey when you understand that this isn't for anyone else. So we talk about this yes. a lot and you can say that, you know, it's not for anyone else, but you need to really make understand. It. You need to have that realization that you're like, oh shit, this is for me. I'm literally the only fucking person that can do this. So I really, you have to like yourself to be able to set out on a journey like that. And that's why this kind of shit is so important because this is how you learn to like yourself coming from two people that have really fucking hated themselves for a long time. Trust me. Nobody fucking hates me more than I hate me. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And that is a stone cold fucking fact. Yeah. So accept, accept everything that your body can do. If it can't do things perfectly yet, that's fine. It can still do stuff. Exactly. Um, and, you know, realizing and accepting the fact that this whole entire deal is for you yeah. um, is honestly, for me, it was monumental. It was like, I wasn't, I'm not working out. So my husband thinks I'm hot. He already thinks I'm hot. I'm doing this so that I have confidence in my own skin and lifting heavy weights and doing those things and showing up for myself gives me that confidence. Yep. Um, stop comparing your fucking self to other, cause stop comparing your body to other bodies. Yeah. Um, I know that it's really difficult, especially with social media, um, to not compare yourself to other people, their physique, how hard someone else is working, what they're eating. The list could literally make an entire episode on things that we compare ourselves to. If you're following someone on social media for fitness inspiration, there is a very fucking good chance that something fitness related is that person's job. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to make this very clear as someone who has been on both sides of it now, Mm -hmm. um, because Sasha and I get messages a lot from people where they're like, thank you so much. And we love them. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate them. We read every fucking one of them and we adore every single one of you. Thank you for reaching out. Like it feels so fucking good to know that this stupid fucking podcast that we started doing with a thought in my kitchen, you know, almost three years ago is what it is now and that people actually like it and think that it's this awesome thing. So, um, when I was just a normal ass person that wasn't a, you know, I didn't know anything about fitness. I would follow certain accounts, mm-hmm. you know, and I beat myself up because I didn't have a body that looked like that Yep. because I can't work out three hours a day because fitness isn't my job. Right. 
Now that fitness is my job, I will tell you that I work out a lot more than the normal person should. Mm -hmm. If you don't have time time to do, or yeah, yeah, if you don't have time, you can work out as much as you fucking want. As long as it's not a detriment, you're not hurting yourself. Do it. Right. I will rephrase that. I'll step that one back. However, I will say we work out for a lot longer periods of time than normal people would actually have time to. Mm -hmm. So when you're asking someone like, um, I'm not going to say any Olympians because obviously we know that Olympians train really fucking hard. But if you talk to someone like Colleen Foch, Mm -hmm. she is a competitive CrossFit athlete. She will tell you that she works out usually two times a day and Mm -hmm. those sessions are going to be anywhere between two to three hours a day. Yep. Yeah. She looks fucking great. She's jacked. She is goals. Mm -hmm. Literally. She's fucking goals. However, it takes a lot of time to get there. Oh, and let's not even think about the fact that she was a collegiate swimmer. Mm -hmm. Like she's been an athlete, a competitive athlete, basically her entire life. Like you have to think about that shit when you look at these pictures on the internet. Yep. She's not a normal ass person. Yeah. She's not. Exactly. You are a normal ass person. You are not going to have the same sort of food prep that -hmm. they do. Because you're not getting meals dropped to your door in, you know, cryovac or whatever Mm -hmm. you get. You're not getting trifecta delivered to your house every week like they are. Right. And that's fine. Like they, fuck, dude, I wish I could have trifecta delivered to my house every week. Hey, trifecta, (laughs) by the way. Mm. Um, But you got to remember that your setup is not the same as everyone else's. Yep. You really need to remember that when you look at this shit on social media, because people see that on the surface and they just let it wreck them. They're like, oh, well, I'll never look like that. So why should I even fucking try? Right. You didn't even give yourself a fucking chance. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And we've said it before, but social media isn't real life. You're seeing snippets and blips and and tiny little. You're getting a curated fucking setup of what someone wants you to see on their Instagram. And unless you personally know them, you don't know what they're physically and, you know, actually doing every day what do i post about on social media that actually relates to my day-to-day life in my instagram story your cats that's it (laughs) that's it that's it sasha knows what i do with the rest of my time and it's not what i'm posting on my like you can figure out how to still be active on social media and be friends with people and teach them things without making it your life yep exactly and a lot of these posts too that you're seeing uh, especially like if you're on a a fitness and nutrition journey, you're probably following quite a few accounts, but remember that a lot of the posts of workouts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, from influencers or whoever have great lighting. Um, they're also more than likely editing everything that they're putting out in certain lighting. I look ripped when I'm sit. I or sorry. In certain lighting, I look ripped. Like in city's garage, I look great. Oh, my garage lighting is everybody looks ripped in my garage. It's the best. But when I'm sitting here recording this podcast, to a lot of people, apparently, I don't look like I work out at all, yeah. but I'm not in great lighting. I'm in lighting for a podcast for two people to sit in my, in front of a computer yeah. and microphone. Yeah, we're here to talk to you about stuff, not to show you our muscles right, right now. That's, like, that doesn't mean that I'm not putting in work or I'm not yeah. taking care of my health. It just means that the lighting is not ideal right now. Also, yes, if I look small, it's because I am. I haven't fucking worked out in six months because I've been nursing a knee injury. So, like, it's like when someone dinged us the other day when they were like, oh, like, I should listen to someone that doesn't have any eyebrows. Bitch, I haven't had eyebrows my entire life. Do you think this is hurting my feelings? Right. <laughs> I draw them on every day for, my, for drawing, myself. I've been drawing my motherfucking eyebrows on for 18 years. <laughs> right. You think I don't fucking know this? <laughs> like, fuck. But anyway... Try, try, here we go. Try to avoid triggers like people that are fucking assholes on the internet. So if following someone continuously or looking up a certain topic is fucking with you in a toxic way, 
please avoid those topics or people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's so fucking easy to say that than to do it. But mm-hmm. as someone that has done it, it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. You need to have social media in some, like, I hate to say this, but we live in 2022. We live in a very digital age where your friends, a lot of the time, a, you can't see them because we're all on whatever, you know, COVID yeah. protocols given the day B, um, people move a lot now. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of my friends geographically, we aren't even in the same place most of the time. Like you need to have social media at some level so that you can stay in touch with the people in your life right. that are important, but you don't need to make social media this like end all be all thing in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a friend that's dealing with this right now. Um, they go back and forth a lot. Like I used to, I would, you know, deactivate all my social media yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, they're doing the same thing. And I'm like, this is good. That means that you're heading in the right direction. But every time it happens, I'm like, okay, what? Are, you're going to come back. We yeah. know you're going to come back. Right. Let's, let's be honest. Cause you always come back. What are you going to put into place this time? So it doesn't want to make you leave. Right. That is the biggest question. If you can't figure out why your social media is making you unhappy, leave for a while. Just leave. Yep. Don't change anything. Just log out. Come Take back the a apps couple, off your phone. Yeah, come back a couple days to a week later. And if it's still fucking bugging you, what did you look at when you opened the app? Right. What pissed you off that yep. needs to go? And we'll talk about that in, a, in just a little bit too. Um, the other thing too, you know... <laughs> spike can be a hell of a motivator, right? So like if, if it's really difficult for you to, you know, stop following accounts or whatever, fine. Spike can be a hell of a drug. If you find it's difficult to just, just stop comparing yourself, try spite. Um, joking aside, spike can be a hell of a motivator, but if you see what someone else is telling you that they're doing and you're envious of that, because that's what you want to be, want, want to do, then go be that. Yeah. Put the you, actions, I'm going to do it better. Put the actions and intentions in place to be or do the good parts of whatever that thing is. Hell yeah. No, you. that's that's the thing about winning at life in general. You need to yeah. take the bullshit that is bugging you in your life, figure out how to flip it and make it a motivator. Yes. Yep. Um, spite is good in that regard. Like there have been many times where I've looked at situations where somebody, if we work in fucking media, yeah. we've worked in fucking media for, I've done it since I was 19. Yeah. So I'm going on, this will be my 15th year after my birthday. Cause I'm old. But anyway, um, there have been many jobs that people have gotten that I didn't think they deserved. And does that mean that they should have gotten the job? Absolutely not. My opinion doesn't fucking matter. But I felt that I was like, well, I should have gotten that job. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't I get that yeah. job? So you know what? I used to take that and be like, well, fuck this asshole. I might be stuck here, but I'm going to do a better job here than they're doing there. Yeah. And here's the thing too. I'm really glad that you brought that up because I actually just talked about this with my therapist. Sometimes I feel like we have this need when we're comparing ourselves to other that we have to be on the same level that they're on. Mm-hmm. Not having any context to how long they've been doing something or their physiology or any of that shit, especially when it comes to a job or fitness and nutrition. Yeah. Anything like performance based. The only thing that you have control over is what you are doing. You don't have control at your job of whether or not you're going to get that promotion. That's not up to you. It doesn't, I mean, yes, you can try your damnedest. Your performance could be through the roof, but it's still not up to you. That is out of your control. What you can control is how you perform, right? Just like with fitness and nutrition, all you can control is what you are doing with your body. I had this conversation with uh, another creator on social media the other day, actually. Um, They were talking about how they hit creative burnout with 2021, and it was really mentally hard for them. And Mm -hmm. 
Um, he was like, yeah, I did this. And then I would think about how I could have done X, Y, Z, and it would have been a better product. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't have X, Y, Z yet. Right. You're still learning how to do this stuff. And I used us as an example. I was like, look, if you're a new creator and you're stumbling onto our fucking TikTok page for the first time, you're going to look at that and be like, wow, those bitches make that shit look easy. We should. We're professionals. Yeah, we've been doing this a long time. We're professionals. <laughs> this is our job. Yeah. Um, this is our passion project because this is what we fucking love to talk about. So mm-hmm. we're using our jobs as a way for it, to, for it to help people. But this is still our jobs. We have been taught how to speak into microphones and act on camera and do all of this shit yep. for a long time. We are professionals. Yeah. You need to remember that. Don't look at things like, especially if you're looking at our stuff, because we don't want you to do that. We do not want you to take what we're doing and compare it to yourself to use it as a way to make yourself feel bad. Please don't do that. Yeah. You need to remember to help. (laughs) Yeah. You need to remember that everyone else's situation, they might have a different background than you do. Mm -hmm. They might have a completely different education in something, which makes them better geared towards the certain thing that you want to obtain. Don't let that sink you. Just because you don't have that skill yet doesn't mean that you can't obtain Acquire it. Acquire it. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't mean that you can't practice to get there. Exactly. Don't sink your, uh, we've said this a lot too. Don't sink your fucking boat before you even left the dock. Right. Because it's easy to do. It is. It's so easy to talk yourself out of doing something before you even do it. I am the fucking queen of it. Like it's, it's probably my best skill. <laughs> <laughs> that and canceling plans. So like, it's really important for you to practice talking positively to yourself. Mm -hmm. And this is another one of those things where it's way fucking easier said than done. Um, again, as someone who hates themselves more than anybody hates me, uh, this one does sound weird, but there have been studies on the power and benefits of positive self-talk. I've had many therapists share them with Mm me, uh, which makes me believe that they're not fucking lying to me about right. that. Uh, it can change your entire outlook. Positive self-talk can turn around an entire negative situation or or a incoming scenario because sometimes people will be negative before something even happens because mm-hmm. you think it's going to go a certain way. So if the situation is already presenting itself or if you think it's going to be negative, there are ways for you to short circuit that and turn it around. Exactly. Like there are several examples, but the one that I picked would be like, I'm not working hard enough. Look at what so-and-so is doing. Mm -hmm. Look at what they look like. Flipping the script on that could look like I'm capable of reaching my goals and I work hard to the best of my ability right now. It sounds simple and maybe it's a little bit wordy, but I've taken the negativity out of there. When you take out the absolutes in the way that you talk to yourself, I can't, I won't, I don't, you know, all the negative absolutes are typically negative. Mm -hmm. Um, But just by taking those absolutes out of the first sentence, it can change your entire outlook and continually doing this can help you have a more positive self image. I think that it works. Like there have been times, especially when lifting this, when I think I can't before I even pick up the barbell, you're right. You're right. I'm not. When I say you're going to do this or you can do this, 90% of the time, I complete that lift. Yeah. Um, That's how I got, you know, I wanted a certain weight on deadlift last year and I tested (laughs) the second week I did it. I had a totally different way. I was talking to myself. It was more positive. I woke up that day. I was like, you're going to get that today. You are going to get that today. But the, the week prior when I missed it, I was like, I don't know, dude. I don't know if you can do this. 
it's it literally can be that powerful oh yeah for sure um there were times where i would start a complex because before i fucking hurt myself like an idiot uh i used to be pretty fucking strong um i could do complexes at like 125 pounds so Mm. i would do a lot of the complexes we would do were based on like deadlift into like a hang clean and then into a squat clean and i fucking loved them they were Mm -hmm. the best so um that's a lot of movement and yeah. if you're not mentally locked in, you're not going to do it. If there's any doubt in your brain that any of those movements are not going to be solid, you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Even if even if I didn't feel like my body felt that great, if my mind told me I could do it, nine times out of ten, I could actually fucking do yep. it. That's how I PR'd my squat queen. Yeah. I literally... I. I kept going back and I kept... I'd take a rest and then I'd go back and then like the eighth, ninth, tenth time... After I'd failed already, I was like, you are getting this. Fucking pick it up. Yeah. Throw yourself under that bar. And yeah. I fucking did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the sometimes biggest, you just got to yell at yourself in a positive way. <laughs> the biggest block in your mind most of the time is the dude that's just standing there with, why are we doing this? It's a sign. It's like, why are we doing this? Fucking kick yeah. that guy out. Yeah. You don't Get him out of there. Get him out of there. <laughs> He's not helpful. No. If you need visual cues, write it down. Sometimes visual cues help people. Um, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that when I write something down, I tend to remember it better. Yep. Um, there's Me actually too. studies that have shown that there's like some sort of a mind muscle connection that actually imprints it in your brain when you have to actually like read it, digest it, and then write it through your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you need visual cues, do it. Leave yourself sticky notes. Make whatever your goal is the background on your phone to a positive message or a saying of your intention. Um, mm-hmm. Reach out to someone that is actually helpful in your life. Um, somebody that isn't going to try to, you know, push you down if you Mm -hmm. come to them with something and have a good conversation with them about this. Someone that you trust. Um, a lot of times you just need to tell someone else what your intent is. And that's, that's the hardest part. Yeah. Like starting is always the hardest part. So Mm -hmm. if you make it known that you're trying to start like, so our buddy, Chris, hi, Chris, he's probably going to, he, he told us last time we mentioned him on the podcast, he's like, I was making breakfast. And I was like, what the fuck? You said my name. <laughs> so Chris messaged me, us actually, I think he messaged the account page not too long ago. And he was asking about, is it okay if I post my workout times on my social media? Fuck yeah. And we we're like, yeah, of course. And he's like, people aren't going to think I'm this vain asshole. And I was like, if they do, who gives a shit? Yeah, You're doing not, this for you. It's not for them. It's for you. But then I was like, also, we have the Discord chat. So if you want to hop in there and just throw that shit in there, that's literally what it's for. Mm-hmm. Half the time, you just need to fucking speak it into existence to someone other than yourself to make sure that, A, you're actually headed in the right direction. Because sometimes you'll say something and it sounds good to you. But when you say it to someone else, they're like, what? Yeah. So you want to kind of vet it a little bit. Um, to make sure that it does sound good to someone else. And if it passes the spell test, fucking do it. Yeah, um, for sure. One of the things yeah. that really helps me a lot, and I've been re-implementing this because I kind of went away from it, but the stop sign. We've talked about it before. I'm going to make a hoodie of it, you holding a fucking stop just sign. Just literally stop sign, railroad track, cross, whatever you need to visualize, whatever works for you. But this is my most utilized trick in my toolbox. When I'm feeling overwhelmed in any given situation, I visualize a stop sign. It physically forces me when I do that to st- take a step back, to take a fucking breath, to take inventory of why I'm feeling a certain way at that moment. Um, and, and for me, it allows me to actually identify what emotion that actually is. Sometimes when you are feeling negative about yourself, it doesn't actually have anything to do with you being negative. It may be some deep seated thing that you feel about yourself that you've 
started to believe is true, like shame or something like that, or guilt, whatever. Um, if something makes me feel insecure, or angry, or any other negative feeling, I need to understand why I'm feeling that way. Because nine times out of 10, I'm not actually angry. It's because I'm feeling a certain way negatively about myself. For me, a lot of times in situations, it's because I don't feel heard. But internally, yeah, it's just because there's something buried in there that it's like, what the fuck? Yep. Um, but yeah, taking a step back is a huge skill to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can learn how to like be mad about stuff, like you're allowed. Yeah. Um, but figure out how to walk it back a little bit before Krakatoa fucking explodes, okay? Right. Why are you actually mad? Yeah, dissect it a little bit. Anger usually is a secondary emotion. And I only know that because I've been working on this shit for literally years. Yeah. <laughs> and most times with anyone I've had this conversation with, they're not actually mad. It's the secondary emotion. Anger is, for me, anger is my bodyguard. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's what comes out to protect yourself, yep. right? Sometimes that's even coming out to protect yourself from yourself. Oh. <laughs> Not to get too deep, (laughs) but, but yeah, like anytime I'm mad about something, like, you know, that I'm not mad about the thing that I'm pissed about because the thing I'm pissed about in reality is so fucking trivial that you're like, this isn't you. Why are you this mad? I force her to do the stop sign method with me, but (sighs) in a way that works for her. And I'm like, okay, wait though. What actually, why are you mad? What (laughs) what actually happened? (laughs) What happened? Talk to me. And it's always like, and again, it's just cause I didn't feel like I was heard. Because mm-hmm. when I was younger, I didn't get heard. So if that right. is your problem, you need to figure out how to make that okay. And that's that's an external thing, but that yeah. also translates for yourself. You need mm-hmm. to listen to yourself. Yep. Um, so make sure that you're hearing everything. Um, take that step back because, A, fucking woosah, you need a second. Yeah. Breathe. No one, no one needs to go to the fucking hospital with a heart attack right now. Right. Like, Breathe. A, they're going to tell you to get fucked and you're going <laughs> to sit on the curb. But it allows you to put steps in place to work on those things, to realize why you're feeling the way you are. If you can actually figure out why you feel the way you feel. It's way easier to spin it into a positive in yeah. that moment. And even if it's just in that moment, the more you keep doing that, it's like habits. The more you keep doing that, the more you keep practicing that, the better self-talk you're going to have with yourself. A lot of times it's easy in the space to get caught up in things that you think you aren't doing or perceive that you're not doing well enough just because fitness can be overloaded with a lot of good looking photos and misinformation. Um, tangent time. You're ready for this. I am so fucking tired of people that are trying to take advantage of people under the guise of helping them. I'm so fucking sick of this. Fuck the liver doctor or whatever the fuck his name is. Fuck Jillian Michaels. Fuck all these people that are trying to sell you supplements by telling you only to eat meat and vegetables because carbs are bad. That's wrong. One. They're they're trying to make money. You're, they're making money and they don't give a fuck who gets hurt. Yeah. They, honestly, like, think about that. Like, if you need to pause and reflect for a second, pause right there and think about that. And I hope that if you're watching this right now somewhere, you can see how fucking unimpressed I am. Mm-hmm. And I know you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> I know. It's, I'm so fucking tired of people taking advantage of others under the guise of, hey, I'm going to help you for them to hurt that person and maybe hurt them in the process, but definitely not helping them and fucking up their entire relationship with food in the process. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you and why are you here? Well, we've talked about that a lot on this podcast too. <sighs> it's, it exists and still exists because people buy into that because that's the nature of what this has become. Please stop in a buying lot of into spaces. it. If you're sick of it, this is how you stop it. You yeah. quit buying into the fucking bullshit. Yep. You can't give them power if you don't give them your attention. Anybody who's offering you, again, we said this before a hundred times, but if you're new here, 
anybody who's trying to sell you a quick fix just wants your money. Yeah. They're not setting you up for sustainable anything. They literally want your money. And then in 30 days when you've run out of whatever this fucking program is, then what? Yeah. You tell me. What are you going to do then? Are they going to continue to help you? No. They already took your fucking money. They're not going to answer your emails. No. They and don't if give they, a fuck. And if their emails are probably going to, you know, some, some robot. just throwing them into a fucking junk folder or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's not the case for all the people that you see on social media, obviously. Right. Right. There are good people out there that want to help you. Yes. There are many. But you need to be eager, you need to be able to figure out how to digest and filter out the bullshit because we have a problem with people being able to consume media in a way that is critically thinking. Like that didn't sound right at all because my brain is all jumbled because I was speaking Spanish before I got here this morning. But um, critical thinking when consuming media is crucial, mm-hmm. um, especially in the day that we live in where it seems like everything has a bias. And mm-hmm. you can't, you feel like you can't trust things. You can trust what's being told to you if you know how to verify it yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I get Google. I, I get super um, discouraged, I think is the best word. You know, there's a lot of people posting their workouts and things like that everywhere. And um, the number one fucking comment is always, what's your diet? Drop the program. And it, and that always comes across to me like people who are asking this assume that if they do those same things that this person is doing, they're going to look, gonna like, look that like that. You don't know how long someone's been doing that. And that honestly can, this episode is about finding your peace and positive self-talk. That ain't the way to do it. Yeah. Also. Find sustainability that works for you. Because you're individual from that person or anybody else. You're not considering how many... um shots of steroids these people are doing when they say they're only eating fucking vegetables and like i'm not saying that every bodybuilder on this on the internet's fucking juicing and if they are i don't care but don't tell me that you're living a fucking healthy lifestyle when you're shooting needles of trend into your ass cheek like i don't want to fucking hear it just if you're on anivar i don't want to fucking hear it beware of you know that's not teaching people how to build a sustainable lifestyle you can't find peace if you're not doing some of your own research Mm -hmm. and if it's fucking smells like shit it probably is shit don't um, listen to these roided out fucking morons that don't know what they're talking about when they tell you to just eat vegetables and meat you need fucking carbs to live yeah you have a baseline amount of carbs that your body needs to function every day yeah and also remember like you know what you are doing yeah health looks different on every body um don't discount your hard work just because health it looks different on you than what your neighbor looks like. And yeah. if all else fails, fucking find humor. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. If, if you need a distraction and, and you can't find that positive self-talk or you can't find that peace in that moment, like look up a cat or dog video, find something that'll make you laugh, like something that will distract you long enough and give you a warm, fuzzy feeling so you're not focusing on that negative self-talk. Yeah. It helps. It really does. It does. It helps a lot. It's okay to not be as perfect as the people you see on the internet. Yes. It really is. Yeah. As someone that you see on the internet, I'm not fucking perfect. Right. I don't claim to be. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't either. Ever. Like, you're allowed to be flawed and weird and awesome just the way you are. So yeah. don't don't beat yourself up for being different than other people because everybody is literally fucking different from each yeah, other. Exactly. Nobody is the same. Um, 
your body allows you to do a lot of cool shit. Like we said yes. earlier, uh, we've been running an, a fucking pandemic gauntlet <laughs> now for almost three years and you're not dead yet. So your body's doing a pretty fucking good job. Give it some credit. Yeah. Um, you know, treat it with a fucking iced coffee every now and then, of course, but yeah. treat it to, you know, a walk every now and then and you'll yeah. be fine. Just movement, whatever makes you feel good and like distracts you long enough to stop being an asshole to yourself. Yeah. That's what negative self-talk is. You're just being mean to yourself. Yeah. And remember just like, like with lifting heavy weights, like you have to start somewhere. You have yeah. to lay a foundation before you can build a fucking house. Right. You didn't. So like, I didn't work up to 200 pound deadlift by just going into the gym and fucking doing it one day. It took that a lot took of a long time. It took a lot of 135 pound deadlifts yes. to get to a 200. You're not, you're not just deadlift. showing up by in, in, in like not practicing and not continuing to show up for yourself. You don't just yeah. like walk in and automatically have the things, you know, that it takes work. So be a little kinder to yourself. Talk Stren- nicer strength to yourself. Strength takes work, be it mentally yes. or physically. Yes, it does. And grace is your best friend. Okay. If you need to call Grace actual Grace, like this is my friend Grace, <laughs> I tr- treat her kindly. Yeah. Um, it, you're fucking wonderful and you're kicking ass because you're showing up for yourself and this is about you. Yeah. This is for you. Shit's wild out there. Yeah. Be is. nice to yourself. You're the, Seriously. You're the only thing you have at the end of the day. So fucking invest in yourself as much as you right. see fit. Set them intentions, baby. Hell yeah. Do it. <laughs> do the, you can and will do the fucking thing. Yes. You will. Yes, yes, you will. Just have to speak that motherfucker into existence and you're golden. Yep. Take care of yourself. We'll talk to you next week. Meathead Test Kitchen out. out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.